irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. And today we have Laura Linda Bradley on the show. Laura is the creator and star of The Laura Show. If you guys haven't seen it, it is a female-driven sketch comedy series. It's kind of like Sex in the City meets New Girl, has an SNL style of humor, and really relatable real-life characters. The show had a hugely successful first season. It's been praised for the relatable and honest take on modern-day dating, which uh, we know a thing or two about, social media, and being a young 20-something figuring it all out. The Laura Show is a sketch comedy series. It's centered around the title character, Laura. She's a young single actress searching for love and success in Los Angeles. So that's a pretty relatable thing for other people, I think, yep. <laughs> especially in this city. And it has a wildly entertaining and talented supporting ensemble cast. Laura is surrounded by tons of colorful characters. Since the show's premiere in the fall of 2015, it's been greeted with praise from both critics and fans, like we mentioned. And she's quickly become one to watch, known for her quirky, fun-loving, optimistic spirit, as well as her painfully honest take on love and dating, which we're going to talk to her about because we think that her content that she talks about is very similar to ours, and we want to get her perspective on that. So from her love life to her love of sports to being an actor who doesn't have it all figured out just yet, which many actors, I would say, don't, yeah. to friendship in the social media-obsessed world we live in, uh, you know, as we said, Laura is relatable and honest, so we're going to meet the real Laura and see if she's relatable and honest. That's right. We feel like we are candid on our show and a lot of different things in our personal lives and our professional lives kind of blur into one. So like Jen said, we're going to get Laura in here. We're going to ask her how she feels about work and her personal life and if it's become one and how much of the real Laura do we see on The Laura Show? Does she run into problems with men who want to keep things private? Does art really imitate life? Let's get her perspective on it all. And in the meantime, we're going to fill you in on what we've been up to over the last week. So let's air our dirty laundry. Do it. So I had been seeing a guy for like a couple times. Like we went out four times. Great guy. Amazing. Everything on paper like checks off. He's super nice, attentive, funny, uh, thoughtful, all the things. Easy going. Fun. Really chill. Yeah. Got his shit together. As far as, like, you know, I would like to say he's got a house, he's got a good job, the whole thing. Yeah. So the only thing is is that I don't necessarily feel feel chemistry with him. And I'm not someone that is, like, looking for a companion necessarily or willing to settle without that piece. And I know some people are like, no, it's fine. Like, that grows. Well, I'm not willing to wait around and see if that is the case and also waste anybody's time. So I've been wondering, like, how do I break things off? Yeah. Well, I'm terrible at that. As okay, I, a lot like, of people, that's a normal thing to be like hesitant to do. That's not. It's just you know. so awkward, and like I understand, like each person deserves honesty and deserves to like, you know, sort of like be set free. So I have texts in my phone that I've saved from different <gasps> guys that I've ended things with in the past. Oh, so I think we should go through them and see which might be like the best version. Oh my god, please read them and then. Oh, so wait. Oh, so we're gonna read these that you these things that you've ended and we're gonna pick one. Yeah, and I think we might have to send it, or maybe we <gasps> just will let. Should it, we send it on air? I don't know about that. I'm a little afraid to see what happens, but we okay. can we could decide first if it's something that we even need to say, or we can just let it go into the abyss. Well, hold on, but wait. The, it, right now, as it stands, you and him have been texting about plans and he sort of wanted to hang out last night and you guys were sort of discussing maybe hanging out and then the conversation just sort of died so we're feeling like the hint is in the air yes okay so here's one option okay i've been thinking and i think i feel more of a friendship between us i hope you can understand i think you're awesome though great that's the shorter version okay all right now the longer one because i've actually used these on different people and it's been like these in your notes well, I, I've been looking for them, and I put them all in my notes section because I'm like, you know what? I need them more re- readily available. I think you do. So here's the other one. 
I've been thinking about us, and I think at this point I see us more as friends than moving toward a relationship. I think you're amazing and would love to be friends, but I totally understand if you're not up for that. I like that, too, because then it's just it, – it says, like, I really do think you're great. I don't feel the thing I'm supposed to feel, but, like, it's also your call, too. If you don't want to still be friends with me, then I totally get it. Leaving yeah. that door open for them to make a decision, too, which is great. Yeah. So – that's where I'm at. I don't know if it's even worth saying just because, okay, so we've seen each other four or five times over the course of like many weeks. So it's moved so slowly and there's been such gaps in time between each time that it's like kind of like, well, it might have just faded out or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that it's necessary, but if he reaches out again, maybe I will react. I think I am, okay. I think that's okay because I feel that the hint like we said is in the air you kind of were talking about making plans it sort of just died out and i don't think that just because you're not saying the words that it's still not giving that right idea like if we were seeing each other and we were hot and heavy and like every day and it was getting more serious at least on one person's side i would say that person deserves a conversation yeah but we see we've seen each other four times ever yeah and we've talked like you know throughout the days of the weeks but like we just haven't seen each other and so. even like there you're really only just like kissed it's yeah. not like anything serious has happened right. i feel like yeah and it's not that you're not having a conversation with him because you don't think he deserves it it's just you're it, it's clearly uncomfortable it's first and foremost like nobody likes to do it but also like is it really warranted I that's just, the other thing yeah i think at this stage in the game it's probably not unless he reaches out again um, yeah. And we'll see if that happens. But this other guy resurfaced and I brought like that up to you yesterday because yeah. I was like, why do they do that? And we're like, we have to talk about this because why do guys resurface at all? First of all, if yeah. things end where you are no longer speaking, why then resurface? Like what happened in your like, brain where you're like, oh, I thought that was a good idea. Let me go talk to her again. What? Yeah, like, why did it end before? That's like when people break up and, like, say, oh, my God, my psycho ex-girlfriend, and then they get back together. It's like, hold on. Don't you remember when you broke up and called her psycho? Right. What are you doing? <sighs> it's so frustrating. Wait, I even called this guy out. I was like, yeah. what are you doing writing me? And I was like, did you break up with your girlfriend again? Is that what this is? And he was like, I'm not telling. What if I just want to be your friend and say hi? And I'm like, hey. He didn't break up with his girlfriend. I'm He's sure he did not. Doing- or he did, and he knows that I'm too smart to like get involved with that oh, because he's going to get back together with her anyway. Ugh. Like, I mean, ugh. it's just so unattractive to have someone be so wishy-washy and like... So gross. Not... It just feels like you don't know what you want and like I'm not going to be... I'm not going to like be strung along until you figure it out. No, definitely not. And so this guy actually I liked like a couple months ago and he and I had a really strong connection that like was kind of unexplainable and we like had one night where we went to dinner and like talked for hours and neither of us wanted to leave the dinner and and of course then he gets back together with his girlfriend and I sort of backed off and he backed off and three months went by. I even looked and I scrolled up when he wrote me yesterday and I was like, hmm, when was the last time we spoke? Oh, March 25th. Jeez. So why now? What so weird. Bored yeah. scrolling through his phone? But I'm that's like, good oh. that you asked why now. Yeah. Because like, why? Right. If this is just random and why? <sighs> It's also weird because you met in such a serendipitous way that it's hard not to, like, kind of wonder. But at the same time, I don't know. Here's my thing. Like, you have a window of time with me. Yeah. So if, like, it's like a really short window of time. (laughs) Really. Yeah. If I like you, I'm going to like you until you really do something that, like, either, like, turns me off completely, shuts me down, where, like, if I'm going to say anything, it's not going to be nice. And so once that, like, once I do shut down in terms of you, I'm... The door has been closed, and so my friend. it's closed on him. You're just I'm like, like I don't ew, care. my feelings aren't coming back. Yes, that's happened to me before too. Yeah, where you like go, a, a guy resurfaced with me too. I met him really serendipitously at some audition. Had a great. He's a really nice guy too. He's like English and hot and like really cute. He resurfaced like months later, and I was like so excited to see him. And then I saw him and was like, oh, I don't. I mean, you're cute, but like, um, okay. Like, I just didn't care anymore. The window had closed. Yeah, I just don't know that, like, maybe if there's real love there or something, or like, I don't know, maybe. But, like, I've had a different guy, like, in the past that I started seeing when I, like, first moved here, and he was 
really great and things were like so emotional and we were like circumstances just kept us apart and like that's what it was but then we came back together like i don't know years later and it was actually your birthday that like i ran into him and we like rekindled for like a minute and i was just like oh no now i'm just going through the motions yeah i'm not that into you sometimes things just run their course like that person did whatever they were supposed to do for you in your life yeah. and vice versa and so it comes back and that vibe is gone because they're they've been completed yeah and like nostalgia that's just nostalgia leave mm-hmm. it like sometimes you just gotta be like well well it was nice when it happened and like that's why i remember you with those feelings but like i don't actually still have them if the story is not done being written then it would feel differently the yeah. second time around right you kind of feel done. like you'd feel butterflies again you'd feel the magic you'd feel totally like you were still very connected but i am just don't no so go. Then, no then that's totally understandable yeah I um I I have been in that situation and you have to pay attention to that because sometimes you're just trying to grasp onto what you were feeling before and like people do that and then things get weird or it's not the same and then you're resentful and that's how divorces happen people. Yeah, that, not interested in no. any of that. No. But in good news, my psychic said I'm going to get married um when I'm 33 or 34. So that's like soon, guys, cuz I'm almost 32 and then I'm almost 33, so I'm going to be married and like I'll be sending out the invitations. So soon, save the date. Also, you guys, I love that we're in LA and we're like my psychic cuz I also go to the psychic and I also refer to her as my psychic. Like we have a thing. Like it's like my trainer and my personal chef and my psychic. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I think she needs to, she's fast forwarded on my list of people because, like, she tells me the future and, and she has a lot of good things to say to me. She totally does. And she doesn't say good things to everybody. She does not. No, my mom went and I went to her and she had some not great things to say about some people surrounding my mother and that would maybe affect my mother. I she had positive things to say about me I mean that weren't all like you're amazing I mean there were some things to like steer you in a direction or fix this or you need to maybe do a b and c but for the most part it was good and so yeah it's hard not to like her when she's like no I mean she told me I'm gonna buy a house in the next year and like all of a sudden I'm like looking at the housing market I'm like what should I get I, I don't know I'm like good. well I should probably get some money in my account but then I'm all about getting a house oh I think so um, I also read an article actually about how businesses are like the new thing is to get a house and like a shared living space with your business partners and it, they have all these places popping up like you know how there's like WeWork where it's yeah. like a communal workspace yes. well now they have like communal housing spaces called like We Live and like they say like business partners end up buying houses and i was like oh my god am am i buying a house and we're living in it and then like multiple people well so i've always said actually about my parents generation i'm like you guys are not going to like a nurse's like home place yeah i'm gonna just get you a house you're all gonna live in it yeah and you're gonna have like a chef a housekeeper a massage therapist totally like but you're all gonna live in there together yeah we're gonna pool our resources and that's where you're gonna go totally that i've always thought that too i'm like i want like the guy that I'm dating is very handy. He builds things. So I'm like, ah, that would be nice if he could just build an in-law unit in the back and we could just put Deb back there. Totes. My mom. Just mom, go. Just I, go back there. And then anytime you want to go out, you've got a built-in babysitter. Totally. Let's talk about that. Oh, my mom has always said, like, whoever you're dating, know that I'm going to live with you someday. I'm like, uh, Well, no. they do now. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, wherever you are. Yeah, you got to get here soon because I'm getting married to you soon. You know, so. it's going to happen. You're putting it out there. You're already putting it out the, out the house thing. Yeah. I think it's all happening. I've I, even been getting emails about like mortgages and stuff. That's I'm like, fucking what? weird. I know. I'm like, I don't, I'm not looking for a mortgage. Well, maybe you are, Jen. I might be. So I think you should maybe click into those emails and look into that. I'm going to. I went to jazz at LACMA for like the 800th time. Yeah. It's so fun, though. It's so fun. Um, And I was like a little bit like, you know, I had like maybe, maybe two glasses of wine like there over the course of like a couple hours. And then we went back to my place um, impromptu um, with, you know, a bunch of people that I didn't know besides the guy I'm dating and my friend Noel. Like then there was a bunch of other people that I had just met. And so we were trying to find a place to land before we were going to go out again. And so everyone came back to my place, which we've done before. And I think I was just like trying to make sure people had drinks and like put the any snacks out I had because I didn't know people were coming over and I maybe then had a maybe a like half a glass of wine like I just wasn't and I also I love wine but I'm like I get like 
traumatized with the thought of like what the hangover is going to feel like. Ugh, hangovers in general. But like, Terrible. don't you think the wine hangover for me? I guess it's different for everybody. The wine hangover is worse. Yeah, it's the sugar. I think it's just like. I am very scared to like let loose and have the wine. Like I'm like, oh, uh. and then once you have like a certain amount of glasses and you just forget, you're like, oh, it's fine. And then you just keep drinking. And oh, then the it just next seems day. like a good idea when you keep going. However, I will say I, unless I like eat a lot before I drink wine, I can start to feel it. And I feel the tipping point like and all of a sudden it starts to gross me out in that state. Yeah, like I can feel before the hangover even happens like that i am feeling ill yeah so i have to either eat or i have to switch to vodka that stopping obviously wasn't an option no no (laughs) stopping is not an option that's how do we perpetuate this and make it better right but i then we all went to sassafras and everybody was shit faced jen like shit everybody noel couldn't even keep his eyes open oh my goodness like the guy i was dating i've never seen him more drunk before but i have to say totally like i've dated men before they get drunk and then they act real weird yeah he was totally fine and normal just i could tell by like the movement in his body like he was just a little bit heavier than normal and i was like oh he's really drunk um and it was cute though because it was nice to see like he can still hand like keep it under control that is good because sometimes you're like well i don't know about that you're kind of a liability totally like i mean i've dated someone that like either gets injured when he was drunk or he like would turn into mean person or he would be super flirty with girls like Mm. so you just don't know what you're gonna get and i think knowing what you're gonna get and being able to see that and not be turned off by who they become yeah is very important yeah like some people get like depressed when they drink or like they fight with I don't know I like I get super lovey yeah it's like but I have to tell all the people how much I love but them. that's not a bad I mean that's just that's not a bad thing to be heightened like no yeah. I bet I mean there are the there are the flip side people and yikes that's scary so scary um yeah so that was fun it was good to see you know that that side of him and that know that that's not crazy um and then but then all of that shit went to hell in a handbasket that's a new one. Hell in a handbasket. Yeah, that's a that's a saying there for Jen doesn't. She's not very good with sayings. So, no. um, anyway, so yeah, on on Sunday I went to Rosenthal Winery and thought, you know what, screw it, I'm just gonna drink all the rosé. But rosé is different. It's juice. <laughs> it's not. Different. Yeah, it hit me like a shit ton of bricks. Like I was fine. I think I probably had like seven glasses of wine. Yummy. Disgusting. And but that's all, over the course of time, I'm sure. Over the course of time. But all of a sudden, I remember being like, I don't. It hit me like way. I figured it out too late. I was like, nope, I can't. I got to go. Got to go home. And like, I mean, I was probably in bed at like nine o'clock. But I was just like, like it. Ugh, yeah. Anyway. But it was a fun weekend. And and Fourth of July is coming up, and so there's going to be a whole bunch of more drinking now. Uh so fun! So scared. Fun. I'm like prepping. I feel like I'm hydrating more than usual. Totally, like drink water all week and get prepared. Yeah, but I don't want to have a hangover because I hate ruining a day. No, you hate ruining. You'll be fine. It, it, listen, this is a marathon that we are training for now. Right. We have got to hydrate all week. So maybe we should actually start drinking now so that we get used to it and build up our tolerance. Good call. Okay. Well, you know what else was a good call? Going to Argentina on The Bachelorette because it was like super romantico. <laughs> it was. And awkward as shit because one of the guys got kicked off. Oh, my God. And he was crying. And when he was crying, Don't Cry For Me Argentina was playing in the background. I... And I've never seen anything more brilliantly awful on TV than that moment. I like was like, where are the people? How is no one in here freaking out with me? It was me and my couch. And we were like having a heart attack. I am sorry, but it was like, you know, I think maybe... The producers at The Bachelor are just like, you know what? Fuck it. This show is so fucking cheesy and like predictable. Let's just take. Let's just take it. Let's just let's own, own it. it. And that's what they did in that moment. <sighs> it's almost like they jumped the shark in that moment. Yeah, they I did. Mean, they definitely. I did. was like, I don't want to watch, but I do. And then the poor guy was like, I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> and cried in the car. And he's like, Why face. am I crying? Why am I crying? Why are you crying? Yeah. Why? And then the don't cry for me, Argentina. In I the mean, background, I have was, chills right now just thinking about it because it, so, it was so bad. It was so bad. Meanwhile, they're cutting back to JoJo like with another guy, gallivanting and dancing and <sighs> doing Argentinian things and making out. Like, 
Adios. Enjoy your day. Sad. So sad. Who do you think she's going to pick? I really, honestly, I mean, I am going to sound so superficial right now, but that Jordan guy is so fucking hot. And with his hair that falls in his face and shit, I don't care if he sounds like he's a dick or whatever. I know I'm not a superficial person, but I just hope she picks him because he's hot. They, I feel like they usually pick the one that like they have the biggest issue with and can't figure yeah, out. I totally think she's going to pick him. So she'll probably pick him. But then who do we think is going to end up being the bachelor? I think it's going to be Luke. <gasps> oh, or who is the other one that I think it might well, be? Well, not James T. He's meh. I no. don't even know why he's still there. He's Derek like Farmer. No, only. Derek left. Um, uh, I think it's probably farmers only. Oh, yeah, you know. Also, a friend suggested I go on that. She's like, "You've tried everything else." Well, you never know. You could. Hey, listen, a nice cowboy might rope you in. I think that that's probably the last person I'm going to end up with. I knew me too. Me too. Um, I don't know who's going to be the bachelor, but I definitely think Jordan. If she doesn't pick Jordan, he would be a great bachelor. Oh yeah, to, he would kill it. And they might even have her pick somebody else just so he can be the bachelor. Maybe. We all know that's And, you know, hello, that's how it works here. And also, speaking of bachelors, this guy, Tom Hiddleston and Taylor Swift, yeah. she's like a bachelorette. Yeah. She's like, just fucking goes around and dates all the people. And now this guy is, I, I don't, first of all, I'm going to admit, like, I don't even know who this guy is. I mean, now I do. Because I read with well, my eyes. and that might have been the whole point was that he was like, "Let me attach myself to so that's T what, Swift." That's what some people are saying. Like um, Wendy Williams was talking about on her show, and she's like, "This guy's an opportunist." I didn't even know who he was. I'm like, I don't know who he was either, but whatever. And they've been like, I mean, I get it. I think that when celebrities date people, um, it feels like everything happens really fast because they're rich. So they get married really quickly. Um, they can they travel. travel really quickly because money's not an object. Right. So they can just do these things and it's like no big. And so everyone's kind of making a big deal about how he was in uh, on the East Coast um, meeting her family and then she went to the UK. Uh, or no, they were in Nashville and then he, she went to the UK to meet his family and then they were in Rome together and like, oh my gosh, they're already meeting each other's parents. And like it's only-, it's only been three weeks and she also met him like at the Met Gala while with Calvin Harris. Yeah. And they had a dance off. Yeah. And okay, first of all, I think she made a good choice with this guy because he probably is a more serious person than like a DJ necessarily or not a DJ because he's more than that. He's a producer. But um, it just seems like a a stronger match, I think, in my eyes. Also, I think the reason they get so serious so quickly is because they have to because there's so many eyes on them. They can't just casually date. If they're in the public, like they have to have decided... I want to be seen with this person. I'm taking this seriously. Sure. Pressure's on. Pressure is on. Otherwise, you hide it because you don't know if you like the person yet. Which I think you can do if you really want to, which also goes back to what Wendy Williams was saying on her show. She's like, the paparazzi was in like the uh, in the Rhode Hamptons Island. or Rhode Island or wherever they were. Why the fuck were they there? It's, and she's like, probably because Taylor Swift called them. Oh, my God. And I maybe, bet. who knows? I mean, she's definitely in the public eye. And uh, really quick, speaking of dating like a banshee, we're just going to quickly touch on a dating app. Yeah. It's we are going to double tap that app because we've got some tech news and we're talking about British people and that Taylor Swift's both of her exes are English. And there is this app called uh, I think it's called Remainder. Yeah. Right. Because they're referring to the remainder, the people who are voting to remain in the EU or the people who are voting to exit the EU, which would be the Brexit people. And so the remainder people are like all feeling really sad that they're, oh, that they're, they want to stay and people want to flee. And so they made this app for people who want to like be sad about it, go to a bar and at least know then like, well, these people are sad. They're in your boat. We're all wanting to stay. At least we have that in common. Yeah. Like, well, we noticed that there was like a insurgence of political apps that are for dating. Totally. Like the ones we mentioned um, about like Bernie Sanders and about uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, like a well, skipping town on Donald Trump mm-hmm. and going to Canada. So what was it, Maple or something like something, that? Something. Yeah, I think it was so. Maple. It's like interesting because people do have really strong political feelings on things, and that's why they say don't talk about politics yeah. with people at the dinner table unless you have the same feeling about it it's a smart way to connect people because there's religious apps too yeah so like if you know these people are gonna be in your same boat 
politic-wise, it's obviously a connection that you can relate on. Plus, it's very topical. Like, this is happening right now in England. So they're, you know, riding that boat. Like, for me, I don't think I care what my, like, person's politics are. I don't think I do I care if they're, like, going to judge me for drinking wine. And if they're good in bed. Right. Also that one. That. <laughs> um, so is there if an app for that? Uh, yeah, ooh, probably. It's called uh, Tinder. Tinder and Grinder. Right. So if you guys are in London or Liverpool or Manchester or Glasgow or Edinburgh, you know, find someone misery loves company. Yeah. Go on this dating app. Get it. Remainder. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Okay, everybody. Cheers also to Laura. We have Laura in the studio. Hello. Hi. Hey. How are you? Sorry, babe. Muted there. you. Oh, and? and there we are. <laughs> We're all there. Did the opposite of what I was supposed to do. Hi. Hey. So, okay, we know you're super busy because you do like all of the things all of the time. So thank you for taking the time to come talk to us. Of course. And you've been to LA Talk Radio before. I have. I've yeah. been on Sam's show before. Great. So, you know, you're back for round two. Exactly. Yes. I'm Good. Oh, so happy to have you. I um, love all the girl energy. I know, I, like, right? I walked in and it's like Taylor Swift and I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. No. Well, that's, you know, we always, I mean, we can't help ourselves. Yeah. We, we just talk about all the girly stuff. And we know you're totally into that girl power thing too, right? Like you post about that a lot Mm -hmm. and you're like, we're just girls in a girl world, like letting boys in, like be here. And we (laughs) kind of agree. I think we we do. I mean, more people need to like make that clear. Like we're allowing you to be here. Now like wear a skinny tie and please, you know, act accordingly. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I, I feel like men agree. need to get the memo. Yeah, and that's like the problem with LA dating. Like when you were talking about that app, I'm like, do they have that here? Yeah. Cuz I watched me before you and I made like an official like call. I'm like I'm only dating English actors now. Like that's officially Wait, like, do you wait. only date actors though? It's it's kind of like a happenstance, like that's what has happened. Um, yeah, you know we we're covering that in season two in a real hilarious way. Okay, good. But yeah, so and it's is that because you're that's who you're around yeah. and you're working with I'm them? I'm attracted and- to super attractive guys. So it's, it's <laughs> been it's been actors or models. Like that's my type. Is like really really attractive. Like like I've dated the Abercrombie and Fitch bag before. Like we joke about that. Like the- like the abs on the bag and yeah so, yeah. I mean, Thank you, you go- for knowing what that was. I said I dated a bag once, and they thought I was. I understand about a homeless what you're man. Saying. I was no. like, no, no, not at all. I get it. Yeah. Um, I do too. I've also done it. I, know, I also. I have think as every well. girl should really try that out. Well, listen, I you're attracted to what you're attracted to, and if that's the type of guy some people like, like this sounds more like not feminine in a way, but like a pretty boy. Yeah, like, exactly, pretty boy. That's the type you're attracted to. Some are to some girls are attracted to like a burly, like lumber sexual type. Yeah. And just that's what you're attracted to. <laughs> that's so my friend Ashley, yeah. Hey. And I think that's what makes really great friendships. Like you don't like at the bar, you're not all vying for the same guy's attention. That is great. And poorly. It's, you it's how I like, cast my friends. I ask exactly. them what their type is and mm-hmm. then I friend them. Yeah, because you so can be smarter, fighting over the right? same guy. You know? No, no. And see, like, once you're in, like, my inner circle, like, you can't get out. Like, you're, like... You're trapped. You're, like, in the cliff. So you gotta make that work. Exactly, yeah. You have to make sure that no one is attracted to Wait, the pretty boys. Wait, have you ever run into that problem before? Because that's a real thing. Her and I don't happen to be... We like a similar type guy, but mm-hmm. we don't ever really, like, go for the same exact guy. But no. we can appreciate what each other likes, but we don't normally do that. Do you have in your circle of friends, has this ever happened... No. So nobody's ever else wanted the pretty boy? Well, see, I actually don't have a ton of female actor friends. Okay. And female actors are normally the ones that are going after the super pretty boys. Right. So most of my girlfriends, they like the lumber sexual or the real, like, Adam Levine rocker type. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's really great. Like, they're repulsed by actors. And I'm like, (gasps) that's fine. That's more for me. Great. That is great. That works in your favor. (laughs) Now, so what is your current dating status? Um, single. Yes. Talking to a few people, but having fun. How are you talking to these people? Are you on dating apps or? No. I, okay. I, no. I so can't. You I can't do it? I can't do that. What you- is your aversion to them? Um, I think just because guys are there just to play. And That's like how it feels. A, and like at a certain point, it's like, it's like you were saying, I'm super busy. Like if I'm going to talk to someone, even if it's five minutes of texting, like I want that person to be someone that like I either am actually seeing for drinks where I have the intention of seeing, not somebody that's just, like, playing a game. Now, most of the guys that I have actually been out with in the last couple of years since Tinder exploded, they've been on there as well, even though I met them at a bar. But it's one of those things, like, my male guy friends, I'm like, well, what are you on there for? And they're like, 
oh, just to play the game. And it's like, well, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter. Like, do you really need another source to, like, scope on people, really? Yeah. And they're like, well, it's just, like, it's newer. And so if that's all there are, yeah. it's like, meh. The intrigue, I think, is what draws, like, why is everyone on this app? Like, what are people doing? I want to swipe left and right, and well, it's, like, a quick way. Well, it brings it to the palm of your hand. You have yeah. more access to more people. So, like, yeah. you know, I know the people I know at this point. I know who's single and who isn't. Like, that's it. We well, had- come hang out with me because I, I still have a huge wealth of, like, single people. My girlfriend and I were talking about having a, an ex's party. And I was <gasps> like, that's going to get ugly real fast. But, you know. So, so you- like, everyone would bring their exes so yeah. other people can meet them and, like, all the mm-hmm. singles can just intermingle. And I I'm like, like that's not incestuous or a hot mess waiting Wait, to happen. Though. I think that's actually fair because, you know, I don't want somebody anymore, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't have them. And see, that's what I like about actors because there's always a new batch of them coming in at LAX. Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> always, like, a new under five guy on a show or a soap opera. I've a been into new, soap I love actors that lately. just, like, quantified, he's the under five, this guy's got. <laughs> like the guest star this guy's wait the- but do you really want the under five guy I mean I, I oh, wait let's do- explain to the audience what an under five explain is explain what yeah. an under five okay, is okay so that means that they're new they're building themselves up they have basically five or less lines mm-hmm. in the show mm-hmm. so they're there as a pretty face they're like a glorified you- extra almost with yeah. lines well basically Kellen Lutz made a lot of money doing that on Twilight so we can't knock the glorified extra no no <laughs> No, that's true, and he is very pretty, so very it worked pretty. in his favor. Other than Cattell, I'm not really sure what he's doing lately. But yeah. <gasps> oh, well, call. he had a jury duty with me. <laughs> oh, no. that's right, he yeah. did. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, so we were both at jury duty, and like obviously I knew who he was. I couldn't really say the same for everybody else in the jury duty room, because they are a vast variety of humans. I would want to do jury duty more if I knew all of them as actors. Um, well, it's L.A., you're bound to yeah. make it happen Well, I was point. pretty happy to see that you know the, the judicial system didn't skip out on actors. No. He had to go. And he had, like, an assortment of snacks. And he had, like, writing utensils. And he (laughs) had, like, a journal and a book and, like, a thing. And, like, it was a lot of accoutrements that came with this man. Was he... Did he ever let the sunlight touch his skin? No. And you don't... In the jury duty room. You are trapped (laughs) in there with fluorescent lighting. That's why he was there. Because he's like, where can I go to avoid the sunlight for hours? You know, and when it was lunch break time, he did, I think, go sit under a tree. See? He just oh can't. He gosh. just can't. Now, in the deliberation room, was he the one that was, like, trying to turn it into, like, a CSI episode? He never made it. Uh, Neither did I. They uh, let us go. Which is the ultimate goal of jury yes, duty. For sure. I yeah. Think. Well, it's because we were celebrities. So he, they were like, we can't have those two in the courtroom. It's going to be distracting. It's and then too you just, much. like, meet him on the court steps and be like, hey, Kellen, let's go get coffee. Right. But didn't nobody notice I just called myself a celebrity? I, no, I, I did. did. That's okay, why they cool. grouped you we together. Were, great. Okay. You're on the yeah. steps together. Like, Perfect. That's coffee date time. Perfect. And also, <laughs> yeah, it's normal that you said that. So no one had to even point it out. Okay. You just, just let it happen. sure it didn't go over people's heads. Dude. <laughs> we have to know. Hey, blonde, but. But not this blonde naturally. I caught it. I'm like sharp. Perfect. Love okay. It. So speaking of that, so we want to know how much of it, because there's definitely parts of the show where you um, play up maybe the the blonde, I don't want to say like the typical dumb blonde, because that's not at all what it's doing, because mm-hmm. it's so much smarter than that. But you definitely play up the like, <gasps> surprised or like, <laughs> sort of uh-huh. just being, op- your eyes are just being open to this thing. And yes. we know you know better, but like how much of Thank the real. Thank you for catching that. Yeah. Right. No, we've played with it. And yeah. I think that's the whole point of the show is. No, um, there's one line that's in the trailer and it's like, you know, I'm used to people being nice to me because I'm blonde. And yes, I'm well aware, like I get certain treatment. Well, I kill myself in the gym for several hours a day. So I'm going to utilize whatever the world is going to give me due to my looks. It's like, okay, if you're going to put me in a category, I will use that. Sure. But um, I've worked really hard to not be the dumb blonde. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I think there's a lot of blonde stereotypes out there. But Jessica Simpson, for example, she's laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, Totally. But she is kind of dumb. She is kind of dumb. But at the same time, a lot of that, it's like, if you ever look at the writer's list on a reality TV show, you're like, oh, okay. My eyes are open to that. So we've we've had fun in just playing up. That's not me, per se. I do say some really stupid stuff. Well, in real I, I, life, who, you who mean. doesn't? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but like one of my girlfriends, who's like basically my sister, she went to private school and she's super fancy. And like the other day, we were talking about something and she was telling a story and she was like, You know that store, Sir Latab? And I was like, What? 
And she goes, Sur la Table. What did and you think it was called? Sur la, Sur la Table. table. Yeah. yeah. But that was the point of the story. She was like, oh my gosh, this girl was talking about it's at the corner of Sur la Table. Can you believe someone thought that? And I was like, oh. Whoops. Well, it's not really where I frequent. I'm going to be at Nordstrom. Yeah. And I can pronounce that. So thank you. Oh, my God. Uh, love so, it. like, as long as you can laugh at yourself, yeah. like, it's fine. Like, did I go cry? No. But it's like, you got to take your knocks and, like, just get back up and, like, hey, if yeah. it makes people laugh, it's fine. Totally. And everybody has their moments. Not everybody is always, like, there's nobody, in my opinion, like, a know-it-all is the worst. Like, well, if you're no wrong, fun. if you're yeah. wrong, admit you're wrong. Or if you don't know something, ask. I don't know what that is. So, yeah. like, you, I mean, and I think as long as you can laugh about it, it's fine. But, like, we get that we're seeing, I mean, I think to be a good actor, and I think you are really authentically okay. funny and natural and smart, um, you have to be showing some real part of you. So how much <laughs> are the of the real Laura are we seeing on um, the Laura show? It varies from sketch to sketch, yeah. but every single sketch has some part of me and my friends in it. All of it is semi, and we're just going to put in air quotes, Yeah, autobiographical. So um, y- you would think a lot of it that's played up is actually not. Really? I I have had some like ridiculous things happen since living in LA. I moved out here in 07. Okay. And like when you date actors, you're dating a glorified clown. Yeah. And things sure. happen. Yeah, no. It provides for a lot of material, which is why we have a show. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. So hey. that makes sense. So you had a season one already. Mm-hmm. We did. And you talked about all kinds of different topics. You covered Tinder. You covered. Oh, yeah. You know. Those were ex, real. The ex-boyfriend yeah. living with you and going through that oh, and the cat and yeah. the thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we even spoofed. We had one where we made our own dating app called He'll Do. And it's like, now that those, like, two wrongful death suits are settled out of court, like, we're back changing women's lives, you know. And we, like, we make fun of, like, how ridiculous, you know, we did post-breakup social media war. And we did a lot of taking what is actually, like, right in front of us and we've become desensitized, too, because we're constantly exposed to it. And then really poking fun of it and being like, hey, guys, like, this is ridiculous. Like, this you is, can laugh at it and, like, really, like, let's rein it in. Like, yeah, like, this really bit. happens. Let's put it out there and, oh, like, yeah. sort of point out how ridiculous it. Like, put it in perspective, really. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. it is quite silly. The whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, like, y- you, people live through social media now. And mm-hmm. it's, like, I will just call people just to freak them out now. And, like, it's Oh, like, if my if, phone rings, I'm, like, what do they want? Is it mom? Or is, like, what's yeah. what? No, I'll just call people. And, like, my biggest pet peeve is, like, if you've been texting them. And then you call them and they don't answer. I'm like, really? Were you texting from a remote location? Like, you had your phone in your hand. Right, yeah. And they're like, I thought you, like, butt-dialed me. I'm like, no. I just wanted to, like, stop texting for 30 minutes to make a four-minute plan of where we're going to Like, right? My I always do that. Like, at at some point, I'm just like, I'll even be mid-text and just hit send in the middle of the sentence. It's not even done. And I'm just like, (laughs) fuck it. And I put the phone, and I'm like, I just call. I'm like, sorry, my fingers are falling asleep. I can't. Like, can we just talk about, can we just use our mouths Oh, yeah. Like, hello. When they made the announcement about the new emojis and then that you could emojify your text by, like, it's going to now on the iPhone highlight words that you can switch to emojis. So you just Whoa. have to push a button. Oh, I didn't know and that. And then, like, seven or eight words are going to, like, emoji. They're like, do you feel like your conversations are emoji weak? And I'm like, what? No. So now we can't even, te- we, now not now speaking the words I've actually seen happening. that. Like, if, you, if somebody writes, like, something like, uh, I'm having a great day. It like shows you like options at the bottom, like LOL, yeah. smiley face, laughing face. Like it, it's I've easily that. two emojis each time yeah, and one actual word. Yeah. But this is on another level. Yeah. It, it was like it's something that's like coming out with the new iPhone update. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm hello. team iPhone, but that's that's extreme. Like I think we have the time to scroll through the eight pages of emojis and be like, you know what? I'm feeling like a unicorn or a mermaid today. And I'm also a different color skin tone. Exactly. So today that's So what I'm going to hold I down would, that middle finger and pick the right color for my skin. I would really like some more girl pose options too mm-hmm. with a little girl. Yeah. I'm really sick of this. Yeah. And like the oh, hair. Yeah. Like, you so you, you're sick of the one with the hand by the face. I'm into the one with the arms crossed in front of her. Yeah. Oh, that's when any like any boy does anything bad. Like or my friends and I would just like send like yeah. four of them. And like, you, like no. you know, like that's that's like a code black. Like that's a that's problem. a code black. Speaking of guys doing the wrong thing and wanting to tell them that they did the wrong thing. So I was swiping the other day because I am on dating apps. OK. And like I was at a friend's house and she was making dinner and I was just like, obviously, I have to occupy my time somehow. So what better <laughs> thing to do is swipe. Yes. And uh, it was like 
jazz music was playing. I'm like, this is lovely. I'm going to hang out here and do this. So I did. And then she walked in and she just saw me making face after face after face. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, these people are doing it wrong. Wait, and doing what wrong? <laughs> all the dating apps. Like the profiles. I'm oh, like, yeah. She's, she's like, what do you mean they're doing it wrong? I'm like, well, one guy, his whole profile is sarcastic. I'm like, mm-hmm. he's wasting his space. Yeah. It's like on The Bachelor and Bachelorette. When you're like, why are you using your time with the girl like to talk about another guy? guy. Mm-hmm. Use it to talk about yourself and highlight your positive. So positive. instead, these people are using like their one little 140 characters to like be negative and sarcastic. Like, well, I'm not going to post a picture of a tiger in Coachella. Okay. Thanks Ugh. for telling me that. Well, I can see that with my eyes. The image now right. of the like, other guy that was hotter that had a tiger. Also, exactly. Also, I can swipe through your pictures to know those aren't there. You don't have to now also tell me that they're mm-hmm. not there. Yeah, or that's why dumb. Put the picture with the child and then notate that's not my child. They always well, do that. Whose kid is it? Did you just pick one randomly at the yeah. Grove? Like they always do that. Like I hate when a guy's dating profile it doesn't say anything like funny or interesting about them. It mm-hmm. just says, "Yeah, I'm six feet tall." And that's my niece. Like, okay. Cool, thanks. I learned so much about you. I definitely wow. want to marry you. Now that. let's text for hours on end and have you never ask me out on a date. Exactly. Sounds no. fun. Are you I love finding it. anybody on there? Um, No. I, and only because I am currently still single. I would say that from time to time there have been like mm-hmm. more decent humans than others. Yes. Um, I do think that it fades away a lot of the time. You start talking to somebody and... and this is the issue. There's too many people. So you start talking to a bunch of people and no conversation goes anywhere because you get <laughs> bored or like life happens and you forgot to go back on the app. So like mm-hmm. things just die. Yeah. Exactly. It's like where relationships go to die. Well, and there's there's no pressure. Like there's no desire to really see it succeed. There's no That's true. like, oh, well, I have to respond to that person because my friend set me up. And if I don't, my friend is going to fuss at me. Like there's nothing riding on it. So they can just drift into obscurity exactly. and never worry. That's about them a again. really good point. It just like if you're lazy, there's no, which it's not even a lazy thing, but it can just sort of be heightened by the fact that you do have no obligation. None. None whatsoever. No. No, if uh, that's why I think once they start, it it would be good, and this is the move, in my opinion, that all I think men should do, so that we can still play these roles. Which I'm not like by any stretch of the imagination, not a feminist or the other way around. But mm-hmm. like, there are some roles that people like to fulfill. So if you want to do that, fine. The man should shortly thereafter, having a small conversation within the app, ask for the phone number and text that way. Because mm-hmm. then it becomes, a, there's a little more obligation, mm-hmm. it becomes a little more personal. And then within a day or so, ask out on a date. Oh, yeah. Why are you here? I don't want a fucking pen pal, dude. I don't <laughs> care. Of pen pals. Actually, a guy wrote me yesterday and he wrote, hey, did you notice we never went out? I was like... Who are you again? Oh, you didn't even know who he was? No, I had to scroll up and I was like, I haven't responded to this guy in three texts. And I still don't know who you are and I don't know why you're writing me now. Well, See, and if ugh. the guy is coming back for round four of rejection, you don't want him anyway. That's a good point. Good point, Laura. Let him go and hang out with some lady with lots of cats. Like, it's just oh, like, Lauren has a cat. I have a cat. Lots of cats, though. Yeah, see, that's different. Like, More that's than different. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's where we draw the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's next for season two? You mentioned you were going to talk about certain things in season two. What's happening? Mm. Well, we have everything from the sexy new neighbor. There's a new Ooh. recurring uh, group of characters. So in the first season, we had Smoking Hot. And that was the shirtless fireman Mm -hmm. who um, everybody seemed to love. And it's like, well, yes, of course, who doesn't love a sexy man in uniform that's missing his shirt? Obviously. Um, So now we have the three little unicorns, which are Mary, Ashley, and myself. And they're just constantly getting into mischief. And so one of them is we've all run into this in apartment life in L.A. or New York or wherever, where there's a sexy new neighbor. And you're fighting over him. Mm. Well, we're doing everything we can to get his attention. And we miss one small detail. (gasps) He's gay. I can't say. Okay, but probably. It's in it's in the first episode of season two. But can't um, wait. I'm just saying, like, we do a lot of things and um we really go out there and are very, very competitive and it gets outrageous because girls are really we're very competitive. Super. We do one sketch that hasn't aired yet and it's called Winning Horse because I dated this one guy, he did CrossFit. He was super athletic and he did like triathlons and stuff and it's like I'm really good with, like, soul cycle or, like, maybe hot yoga. But, like, I'm good. Like, I break a sweat. I'm good. Like, I don't yeah. need to do 30 miles on a bike and be like, oh, my heart feels amazing. Like, yeah. no, I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. My life flashed before my eyes. Like, <laughs> don't consider this a workout. <sighs> and so he was talking, and he's like, you know what? I think women find it attractive that I, like, work out because, like, they think 
that dedication is like going to make me a great father or like husband. What? Huh. And I literally just stretch. like looked at him and I went, "No, it's because you're hot." Yeah, right. we find it attractive because you're hot, and you're the winning horse when we take you out with our girlfriends for happy hour. Yeah, or to a Christmas party, you're the hot one. Yeah, and we just want to win. Like even if I don't find you attractive, if my girlfriends are jealous, you better believe. And that, and I like your dog. Oh, that's a big one for there me. There you go. Like if I like your dog, if you have a lab or a beagle. Oh, you're in? Oh, yeah. Deal breaker for you. Mm-hmm. Like in a good way. Oh, yeah. No, the CrossFit guy had a black beak, uh, black uh, lab. Oh, so, so he was hot and had a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I mean, Muscles like and an, a cute animal. He call was an us. airhead, but like, wow, he was pretty. Yeah, yeah but Aww. sometimes you just need a pretty show pony. You really do. I dated a guy that I legit called Pony. Because he was, his name <gasps> was, amazing. his name was Dominic. It wasn't even close. And he was so attractive. I like that, that you just gave his name. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, we do that from time to time. He's not listening, I'm sure. And if he is, hi. Okay. Um, he, so he was very pretty and an actor and British. And <gasps> I would hey. literally pet him and be like, shh, mm-hmm. don't talk. Mm-hmm. You're just so pretty yeah and i just ended up calling him pony he literally is still in my phone as pony we'd be out shopping and i'd be like pony what's this over here and he'd be like what darling yeah no he (gasps) totally was like pony that was his name i love that yeah no because that's and he was was so dumb he was okay with it oh no he was totally like he loved the fact that he looked good so he was like yes keep stroking my ego (laughs) oh brother (laughs) one of those um Speaking of stroking egos, so you have a huge following. Yeah. Now, because I'm sure you, you've built it up and you, you've done this show. And mm-hmm. so for people out there that are trying to build a following mm-hmm. and, you know, starting from scratch doing a webisode, what advice can you give to them? Like what worked for you to gain traction on your season one of The Laura Show? You know what? I, for a lot of years, going back to the blonde thing, I tried to go into meetings, auditions, whatever, and I was, like, super professional. And I was like, you know what? You're going to give me this job because I'm just going to wow your socks off. And I wasn't getting anything because that wasn't authentic and that wasn't me. And so, like, now, like, I'm a goofball. Like, I will post the ridiculous photo. Like, great. You know, you look at that and there's some filters and there's some, like, work put into that Instagram. But for the most part, like, it's still, it's me. And, like, if you meet me and you watch the show and you look at my social media, they all kind of coincide. And that's what I would advise anybody to do. It's, like, there's only one you. Like, all three of us. Like, I love you girls. Like, I want to come back, like, every (laughs) Wednesday. Yay! But it's, like, you, you click with the people you click with. And you have to be your authentic self. And then you'll start attracting those people. And then you'll get, like, spinoff. Because, like, we've got a lot of guys that are watching this show. Like, yeah. not all of them are admitting to it. But, like, they're fascinated by how legitimately crazy we are. But not in the way we think. Yeah. Like, we're sitting here judging them and making opinions and talking to our girlfriends and this, that, and the other. It's not, like, what they think. It's, like, we're not looking at our phones. Like, it's not that. It's yeah. not the stereotypical crazy. So, it's I would not. say. You're providing insight within right. the humor, too. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's what we're, we're trying to do. We're trying to, you know, teach a little something while people are laughing and also bring to light how ridiculous it is. But I would say be yourself. So yeah. be authentic. Be authentic. Um, and find what your niche is. And I think you're right. Like, we, when we post, you know, social media is a huge thing. It's a way mm-hmm. for people to connect and engage. And we know that that's huge for you. And you discuss yeah. that a lot on your show. So we wanted yeah. to bring it up. But we definitely try, too, to figure out how to, like, post the fun, like the funny photo that's really exactly. going to show people. And we don't want to, like, make a duck face and be like, and this is us looking the prettiest we can. Like, that's <laughs> dumb at this point. Like, right. this is us. This is us in a funny, real moment. And it's relatable. So I think that is yeah. very good advice. You, you have to just be yourself. Like, I posted something the other day. Like, we were at Malibu Wines, my girlfriends and I. And I just, for some reason, did something silly. And I was like... I'm just, like, looking for Prince Charming. Like, and it's also, it's just putting a little bit of thought into, like, your captions. So many people put all of the thought into the filter. And, like, oh, my gosh, I saw something the other day. This girl, she was sitting there, and she was, like, Photoshopping her skin. Oh, Whoa. And, and I'm like, yeah, I've seen people do that. That's, That's aggressive. Too much. Yeah. Too much. You got to break out. Just like, hey, don't post something that day. Don't post something that day. Don't or, like manipulate reality. Be today. funny about it. I've posted plenty of things where I'm just like, meet my friend Eugene. He lives with me for the week. Like, <laughs> yeah. I no, I think that also you can totally look at a photo and tell when someone like does that mm-hmm. face tune or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Your face yeah, looks like a cloud is over it. What are you doing? Well, it's one of those things like you got to be honest. Like I was in an interview the other day and I was talking to a guy and I was like, you know, there we were talking about a, a prior guest that they had had on the show. And I said, I can't remember her name. I was like, she was like 40 ish, but fighting it hard. <gasps> and he goes, what? <sighs> 
and a, and to me, that's how my girlfriends and I talk. Like finding it hard. That's well, really she funny. Was, like you could tell. Like there was some stuff in that face. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. It's like okay. Like and that's fine. But to me, I just I feel like it's so much better to look yourself like age with some respect and grace like that show younger i went to a panel where they had the casting director and they were talking about how they had seen like some outrageous number like ten thousand actors which sounds obscure but i think like that's actually like how many they saw to try to find a woman that actually could play like 24 and 40 because all of the ones were actually 40 their face didn't move oh no it wasn't convincing to be like oh no yeah that's actually really hard to do here for sure yeah and it's like I'm really blessed to have some good genetics, but yeah. I know there's going to be a day that I wake up and I'm going to go, ooh. Well, yeah, you, there's <laughs> maintenance and all of that. But listen, yeah. we're women. We get it. And you talk about that on your show. So, you know, I think that is is all really relevant. You and have to make fun of, like, finding yourself and finding what your niche is and finding, you know, for what sure. your age and where you're supposed to fit in the world. Like, um, my friends pick at me. Like, I will still go out with, like, 21-year-olds. Well, so and you know. Hey, but you're still in your 20s, right? Mm-hmm. So that's so okay. As long fine. as you've got so the like, same, same number. Decade. Right. You know, and it, again, goes back to they all like older. Like, they want insurance and a car. And, and I'm you're like, like, not um, yet. He's I'm really good. pretty. No, it's okay. okay. Well, hey, well everyone, it's yeah. Fine. We're hoping to see more of these pretty people on your season, too. So mm-hmm. really quick, tell everyone where they can find you and where and when we can expect the first episode of season two. Um, Hopefully this fall. We're currently trying... We're, we're talking to networks, so I'm very hopeful that in the fall or January we're actually going to be on a network and not on Woo! YouTube. Fingers crossed. Um, but we, you can go and see the whole first season on thelarashow.net. Okay. And then I'm all over social media, just under Laura Linda Bradley. Great. Thank yeah. you so much for coming in, Laura. Thanks we for having me. We appreciate having you in here and your brutal honesty, because we're very honest, too. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, and obviously we're going to be honest tomorrow on our... Two Drunk Girls video, so mm-hmm. don't forget to tune in at 3 p.m. and next week for our guest, Chris Saint, on the radio show. Right, and we deliver this content for free to you every week, so not only do you have this great show to listen to, we know you have a number of other shows, so we really thank you for tuning in and coming back for more. And we want to hear from you. Don't just listen, talk to us, communicate. This goes both ways, guys. Mm-hmm. So leave comments on iTunes. Uh, you can talk to us on YouTube. You can talk to us on all of the socials mm-hmm. at Complicated Show. Yeah. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all of the socials as well. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Vine, Instagram, and my website. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Love, Love you a long time. Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to It's Complicated with Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli only on LA Talk Radio.